Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three, Sore Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports Sports genius. genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher. I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. And then we got a a guest today. Brother, you situated? Oh, yeah. Turn on that mic. Turn on the mic. Brother, where you at, brother? Brother, over here. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, brother, who are you? God. I'm Pitts, man. From the Midwest. My team just won the Super Bowl 54. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> hey, I'm Pitts, man. Come hey, on. Pitts. Everybody knows who Pitts is. Come on now. So, I, I, did you? We, why we talk, am I here? Well, why why did you are put you your, eating? Because I'm trying to get it out of the way so I can be a good host. Oh, I, he, he put, I, do, I do have boiled eggs in the fridge. I forgot you about guys that. are so nasty. I had to eat why? Do you guys know five, bringing five. boiled eggs to work? Boiled stinks? eggs? No, hmm. boiled eggs. Boiled eggs. eggs to work stinks up the entire office. No, it doesn't. I eat him in the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely, brother. You can smell when he is going into his eggs because he opens them. It's like, oh my god, so that's bro- that's brother's farts. Well, where do they come from? What do you expect them to smell like? Why do they smell though? They don't smell when you scramble. Yeah, them. they don't. They don't smell when they're over easy or sunny side up. Yeah, they're not. Denny's doesn't. Can you imagine if you walked into Denny's and, and it, it smelled, smelled like, like boiled that? eggs? No one would go in there. <laughs> Never. It is a horribly offensive smell, but I'm healthy. I got to eat them. Sorry no, no. But I'm asking you, why does boiled? Why do boiled eggs stink? Brother, it's a great question. And I don't know, you know, to do with the gas and the water and mixing coach, up, you should know. Google that. I do. Tell boiled... you. Tell you what I tell my kids. Boil it. I mean, uh, Google it. <laughs> oh, why do boiled? That's a big. It... I don't know. Cooking the yolk releases iron while the white releases hydrogen and sulfur. The dreaded rotten egg smell, especially when eggs are overcooked, is from the hydrogen, sulfur, and iron. 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 Oh, my God. And you read books. Reacting to create. <laughs> I don't read out loud to people. Sorry. Iron. <laughs> Reacting to create the foul, odorous compound hydrogen sulfide. That's why. That sulfur, that's what makes your breast pain, too, isn't it? Sulfur. Coach, I'll, I want to talk to you a little bit about reading, you know, because I just read yeah, my yeah, first you just, book. you just read your first book. I, what, what do you I want did. to know about reading? It's, it's been my first book in, like, five years. Okay. Um, I want to see the movie if you're talking, you're talking about just, Mer- just Mercy. Just Mercy, yeah. yeah. And I Dude, might- it might be, it, listen, 
Pound for pound, it might be the fav- my favorite book I've ever read. Really? Ever? And you read a lot of books. I read a lot of books. Why? Man, what, it was ju- it, what was it about this book? That- it moved me. Like It, it really moved, moved, you, moved it, me. Did it move you to do something or just learn? Well, learn, and I, I'm, I, I wish I could do, I mean, I, I, that guy, what he does is amazing. It's a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of sacrifice, and not saying that you, I can't do something. One person can make, can make a little bit of a difference. I don't know how to help with that situation. Um, I don't want to ruin the book or anything, but it it just it, the the feeling I got of what he did was just incredible, and it really just filled me with like, oh my gosh, this dude is amazing. And so that's why I, I don't know why, but that's one of my I would say one of my favorite books I've ever read. It just it just really touched me. Have either one of you seen the movie? Because I haven't uh, seen either, and I don't know the story. I no, think I, I think I want to go today. Okay, I'm going to try to go today. We'll I want, see. I'll wait. I want to. I want to know if I go movie or book first because I am. Oh, I, book, I, book okay. by far. You got to okay. go book. I okay. think in every case you should go book. Yeah, before you try movie. to go book before movie. Book just, is more factual, and, and movies are that. somewhat Hollywooded it, a little it, bit. It's or, not that. It's just that the movie is like a highlight reel of the book. Yes, because gotcha. the book is going to have more details and it's going to be able to go in more depth because a movie has to be. Fi- they have to fit it in in an hour and a half. Usually is what a movie is, right? About yeah. an hour. So the book, they're not concerned about fitting it in a time frame they're concerned on getting you the right details the facts the everything the the meats and the meat and potatoes the uh asparagus the okay coach we get it the mac and cheese yes the The book the the movie is just side salad meat and potatoes (laughs) exactly do do you guys remember the book um or the movie a perfect storm yeah, it, I, I've like, seen that. It was one. about these fishermen from like yeah, it's yes. uh, with uh, yes. Walbert, Mar- Marky Mark, and yeah. So I read the book a long. Oh, that's time a real book. They yeah. had a book. It's a book. It was a book that. about real fishermen that went missing, and so it's about them. But in the book, that was cool. Is they broke down a bunch of stories. They obviously couldn't didn't know the story of these men because there was no communication to them. They got lost and they they never came back. Like that's the the movie. Mm-hmm. But in in the movie, they act like they knew exactly what happened to these guys. This is why they got lost. This is when the storm hit. This is what they were experiencing. But they didn't. So they got, in the book, they got a bunch of stories of fishermen that were caught in situations like that and made it back. Wow. So you got to hear stories of of, of what could have happened to what, them because- Without knowing exactly what they went through, you did kind of have an understanding of what they went through. Or, yeah. Or what they would have faced like the, based like on- In the book, they talked to this guy who, who he, in the movie- they're feeding bait to the fish, and a hook gets caught in the guy and drags him out to sea. And it's electrical. It's an electrical wire. So it just goes straight to the bottom, and it took him. It took this fisherman, a real story, took this fisherman all the way down to the sea where this bait was going. And they didn't realize, whoever was on the boat didn't realize that he left until like they are like, oh, shoot, John just got taken. And he's saying that when he was underwater. He made it alive? Yep. Oh, he, okay. He, he said when he was underwater, he was like, um, "That's it. This is it. This is how I go." And he remembers his his the the vision getting foggy, and a bright light coming out, and a bunch of pictures of his childhood and his life Can't just imagine. coming in. Boom! His the the day his his son was born. The you know the day he he played football in in high school. The the whatever all these little memories of his life. And then before you know it, he got pulled up to the surface again. He's like, and then I lived. I'm curious. But as the oxygen left his brain, this is what it was doing. That's what I was curious if the environment he was in or the loss of life. I know how how we see you know we attribute the, those things and what we think is going to be the, the end of life. 
or is it the fact that he knew that he was thinking about dying that created the memories? Yeah, yeah that's a good, that's a great, that's a great question. Is it the question. actual life going away that's creating the memories? That's that gives I don't me know. chills when you said all that. But I can't to answer imagine. your question, that's what's cool about reading books is mm-hmm. like you get. I, they, they don't say that story in the in the movie, mm-hmm. but in the book you read it. I'm like, dang, that's crazy. I just heard from someone who really almost drowned and died, and what your body goes through. And they broke down what the body, ha- what happens to the body when you're drowning. I almost drowned one time. Tell me and more. We were. No Teeth Keith had a friend that lived out in Lockhart, which is outside of Austin, and he had a bunch of land, he had a pond, he'd shoot off fireworks. So we went out there, and I, we, he had, like, um, paddle boats. And I'm on the paddle boat, and my brother was I, – I, 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 this guy, Owen, was like, hey, sit up on top of it so you can grab the dock when we get close to the dock. So I had my back to it, and so Owen thought it'd be funny to ram it into the dock. So we hit the dock, and then the, the paddle boat – goes backwards but i or away from the dock i fall in and my head i'm trapped upside down under the dock my feet are in the air oh, my shoot. head is underwater and my brother jumped in and saved me and that was the first time i realized that batter's box cared about me nah. because i was probably 10 or 11 so at that point you really don't know your brother loves you right you don't understand you're that fighting you're, all the time and your brother is your hated enemy your rival you yeah. want to be better than him at everything they he picks on you beats you up because my brother's older than me and i always thought my brother hated me and i will always go back to that moment knowing that's when i realized okay my brother cares about me and, and, and 10 usually exaggerate stuff so you probably what like you got your toe in the water and, and, and you know what I'm saying maybe you got a few bubbles hey, out of your nose if he would have just stood up right. if he would have just put his no, no, feet down stood no, no, up no. he would have stood right up I out was of the water. stuck under the dock <laughs> No I know I know like, Guys I was in 3 feet of water Dude it's scary scary I'm, story I'm, is, I'm scared to death of drowning Is I I went I went fishing I almost drowned a slurbone Not scared of water I'm just I would be terrified of losing my life Would you rather okay okay Are you more scared of drowning or dying by fire Fire. I think drowning because if I know like from firefighters and stuff, um, I hear hopefully the that smoke you know, inhalation. We, yes, you don't burn you all the horrific things that we think of. You know when you see fire, that isn't that isn't what kills people. Uh, from what I understand, smoke inhalation. I don't, I don't first. either one, but um, but but I think it's the same. Drowning scares me. To, Coach, I think it's the same. Um, uh, sen- the same experience because or, you're you're not being able to breathe. I just don't know that like you, that the panic of not being able to breathe uh, is got to be the one of the worst feelings. You don't ever. drown asleep though. I think you might die in a fire asleep, which gives me some kind of peace. You know, not, well, to, not to bring up a bad story, but that's hit home to me. Yeah. You know, and, and so I I've, I've actually thought about that. And from firefighters who have friends, because I asked, I reached out when it kind of hit home in, in our in our neck of the woods. Uh, I said, "Do they go? How does that work?" He goes, "He goes, man. If it's in a fire, trust me, they didn't suffer." Well, I took my son fishing at my dad. My father-in-law's ranch has a pond or whatever, and it's it's not huge. I would say it's the size of this building, which is probably about I don't know, hundred and fifty yards sure. both ways, whatever. Okay, at that big, whatever. And so, I took my son. He was probably four at the time, and it was cold, so we had big jackets on and boots or whatever. And we went fishing in a canoe, and he caught something. Oh no! And and it was whatever it was, it was big enough to bend the rod. And slowly try to tip us over, you know, because he was like, "It's like I was like, don't let it go, do not let the rod go." And he's holding it, and we start kind of tipping over a little bit. And as I stood up in the canoe to reach over for it, we capsized, oh. boom, completely over. And we're in the middle of this pond. Did he hold onto the rod? He held onto the rod. Okay, that's what I want to hear. And so I get, I get, 
You know, I can't imagine as a father. I, I'm underwater, right. and it's green, murky water. It's not like a pool or whatever. And I get out, and I just see his hands, just his hands. And I reach for his hands, and I grab him, and he's just like, whoa, oh, my gosh, like, what's what's happening? What's happening? And it's freezing cold. And I used to be a lifeguard, so I grabbed him with one arm and just went all the way to the side of the of the of the pond. But dude, I wasn't I wasn't making it. I wasn't making it fast enough. I started getting really tired. We had wet jackets and boots. I kicked two, I kicked my boots off. They're still in that pond somewhere. And I was like, I'm not gonna make this. I'm I'm exhausted. And this is probably about five minutes, and I'm still not going to the edge. So finally I'm like, all right, this is it, man. Like, I'm just gonna have to put him up over my head get on your back or no just push him as high as i can because i'm i'm done i'm (laughs) wait but if you push him up and then you're done he's just gonna go to the bottom but but you're right that was what was going through my head i I, I, I don't know did he swim at all no he's four i mean he knew knew enough he knew enough to stay on top you know like that's why he kind of stayed up when we capsized so as soon as i put him up over my head i'm i i feel mud on my feet. And I was like, oh my, and I was, and my head is underwater at that point. He's probably got just his shoulders up above water. And I feel the mud in my feet, man. And I just start running with every ounce of energy I have. And I run and I run and we both make it out. Dude, I threw him to the side of the pond <laughs> and I laid on the side of the pond like, Thank you, Jesus. Did like, you did, at that moment? Do you cry? Yeah, dude. I was sobbing. I was. Did he realize tired. the gravity of the event? He was, was just he, scared. Okay, he was just. Fra- his eyes were huge and frightened. Does he know that story now? Yeah. Were you? Wow. Did you? I mean, I know you say you were tired. Did you have a moment of? Dude, this is how like, this is how tired I was. This may be it. All right. I said, "All right, come on, scary. let's let's walk back to the house." And we walk back to the house, and I open the door, and the whole family's in the house, and they look at us, and we're sobbing. They're like, "What happened?" And I get. I said, here, you might want to, I gave him to my wife and said, you might want to just dry him off. And I went, took a shower, and I fell asleep. It was 2 p.m. I fell asleep and I didn't wake up till the next day. I bet you were emotionally just. <laughs> Whoa, you didn't wake up till the next the day? the next day. You just tell that, oh. I mean, I know you, you're you not happy about it, but you tell that file, uh, that story with a, you know, the happy, you're smiling telling that story. I, the, oh, yeah. In the, in the moment, I can't imagine that, though. Like, Gosh, I can't imagine. I really, when I went under, I was like, I'm, this is it, I'm giving up. This is going to be, this is it. Like, hopefully, hopefully he'll stay up and I'll just die, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I can't can't imagine drowning. Can't imagine fear. You guys were talking about books, and I was just curious, because I, I don't I don't read. I enjoy reading. I, can't, I have trouble retaining what I read. I'll sit down and read a book, and my mind's going 60, 60 other places. How do you retain what you read? I can, I'll even that's tell a good, my, That's a good question. I, I struggle with that. I'll read a whole page and be like, I don't realize what I just read and, and wasn't aware that I didn't retain it. I was thinking other things. It happens. It happens. And that also to me means like, okay, I'm tired because I'm not paying attention enough or I'm thinking about something else. But the more you read, the better you get about retaining it, about paying attention to every single page and being dialed in. And you don't, you got to turn the TV. I turn the TV off. Like I don't have anything else on. So there's not a lot going on and you can get in the reading zone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, I, I must do the audio books. I think that would be my no, audio. Well, brother, too. I think See, it's a sign. Audio is good too. You can you know go to Audible and they you download it and it's freaking just so easy because then when you're just like when you're raking leaves, 
you can sit there and listen to a book. It's great. It is well, cool, like but Audible. the audio thing, though, too, it's going to happen to you where you're going to be like, well, I've been listening to for 15 minutes and I didn't retain it. But it's, the cool right. part is you can just rewind it. You could, but you can also go back in a book, too. But I think, Coach, I think it says that that part of the book is really just boring to you. Because when I was reading this book, there were pages where I would go through 30 in five minutes. And there were other pages where I would go through two in 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, this is just, and then finally, the more I read, I was like, this is just, the, I'm, I'm not into the boring stuff. I skimmed, I skimmed through it. I'm like, I don't, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay. Now is the story I want to pay attention to. I can remember, I think, I can remember having to read as a kid, Freckle Juice by Judy Bloom. I, I don't know why this. Freckle one. Juice. I'm going to look that one up. Never Judy, heard of it. Judy Bloom did. She was yeah. the I, I remember thinking, man, I don't want to read this. You know, hey, kids, you know, you know, uh, five homework questions and my, you know you'll freak out about that so probably the book's probably size of a magazine but as a kid I, I remember that's the only book i read it gets a 3.9 out of five on barnes and noble <laughs> and a 3.8 out of five on goodreads everybody's, everybody's read freckle juice hey amelia bedelia it kind of i remember that one myself but i i do have a time i do i do enjoy reading but I have a tough time retaining it that's why i just don't pick up a book yeah so what i did was 15 minutes a day brother and they, it really was a game changer right on it was, ah. There was no pressure to read more than 15 minutes a day. There were days where I'd read an hour. I was just getting ready to ask. There, there were days, days where I'd read two hours. But but there were also days where I was exhausted, and I would just do the 15 days, the 15 minutes, and literally get through two pages and then put the book down. And it's such a great thing for your kids to see, too. Yeah, see me reading. reading. Absolutely. That's true. You know, I, you, My sister used to read a lot when we were kids. And I was like, yo, dork, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> Why are you reading? Like, Quit reading, you loser. Like, She would read for fun. And I never really read, and in you know, high school you're assigned books or whatever. I, I tried to read when I was a kid. Like I remember one book that my mom would read to me, like we'd read at night, was Maniac McGee. That was one of my favorites. But an Encyclopedia Brown, I'd read them every once in a while, but I just, gosh, it was just such a chore to read. Then I went to college, and I worked at Sam's, and I was, I was watching Oprah one day, and they had this guy on named Dave Peltzer, and he was like one of the worst – child abuse cases in the history of the state of California. And he had written a book called a child called it. And I was like, man, that looks interesting, but of course I'm not going to read it. <laughs> so I, I'm working at Sam's and I, I had to man the cigarette counter um, while someone went on their lunch break, which is 30 minutes. Well, lo and behold, a child called it is just sitting back there in the cigarette. Like section. somebody decided not to buy it. Right. So they- and just, so they just set it there. And no one All was about the irony. Yeah, and so no one was yeah, coming yeah. to the cigarette counter, so irony. I just started irony. reading it. And I read about 30 pages while he was on break and I was like, "Man, I got to buy this book when I get off work." And I read I read that book in one night. And then he he came out with a book called uh, a The Lost Boy, and I read that one. And then in my history class, they my teacher assigned us a couple. We had to read a couple books for history in college, and one was the things they carried. I was hooked. I was hooked on reading after that. I was just like, "This is fascinating." Yeah. And then I started reading like James Patterson, Michael Connolly, and they're all not. They're all fiction. They were all fiction, like Michael Connolly and and James Patterson. And then I was like, "Man, these are all a lot of the same." Like I just need to get back into nonfiction. So that's all I read is nonfiction. And then, like, I read The Blind Side, and so I never watched the movie The Blind Side. Fiction. I've only, You've I've never seen, seen the movie? No, I've only read it. Okay, okay, so since I just watched Remember the Titans, you should watch The Blind Side. But I've read the book. But, but you just... should watch the movie and see how they adapted it. 
Okay. Because it, it's interesting to me. Like too. Friday Night Lights. I read the book. Yes. Too. But, but you watched the movie. Yes. I think it's cool sometimes to read the book, like Perfect Storm, and now this one. I can't wait to watch Just Mercy. Because I want to see, because in my mind, I start thinking, okay, this is how I would do it. And then I'll watch the movie and be like, well, they didn't do the way I thought I think I it's funny, it. and not to crossbreed podcast here but it would be interesting you know our buddy mike doing his podcast it would be interesting for you guys if you guys had book versions of yeah what he's movie watching. mike's and, podcast and, well yeah. i mean i just think it's interesting yeah, yeah, that he just, does the movie side of things out. yeah and then if you guys do the book side of things where there where there were a book and a movie together it would make for a neat podcast just like you were speaking of yeah, earlier, what's cool. what's true compared to you know not necessarily true, how many people have turned more. off this podcast no i i hope i, I hope that people are listening and being like well maybe i should read more too i'm telling you like guys when you're sitting on the toilet you read a book. Lunchbox has been That's reading for years. For, Literally, for. Lunchbox has been reading for years. I've probably read five books in my entire life, and I just finished my fifth one, and I'm I'm so happy about it. I, read, I want. I cannot wait to go to Barnes and Nobles in the next week and pick out another one. What What are you looking for now? Uh, like some, something a little easier. Not here's the thing about Just Mercy. Like I, inspirational. I, well, I don't know. Maybe a biography. Okay. Uh, I do like biographies. Some of the ones I've read, I've read Jimmy Buffett's, I've read Bob Dylan's, and stuff like that. So maybe another book. I loved this book. I really did like Just Mercy. It's a little heavy. It's a little heavy. Very I heavy. like heavy. I don't and, get into see, stories I, that aren't. I, I gotta. I gotta feel it. You know what I mean? I. I, I want. Picture right. I can't do. I can't. My wife tells me I read the saddest books because I read nothing but nonfiction and I read a lot of heavy, just like in depth, like. I think it gives Stories. us an understanding of the many, 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 many different walks of life we have in the world, uh, and, and some a lot better than others, some horribly tragic and stuff like that. But I do find I'm inter- very interested in, I guess, dark, as you would say. And I'm yeah. not really a dark person, but that stuff fascinates me. I'm trying to think what biography you would like, Eddie, that would be good for you to read. I'll have to. I'll, I'll go look at my life shelf. and times of Joe Montana, bub. Two. I mean, two. But I, I don't know if that... Like, Did he write that? No, I just think if there is one, you said you were a big Joe Montana yeah. fan around the Super Bowl. That would be cool. I, I, would love, I would love to read something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that, but it may be kind of... Like, there's one on Sandy Koufax that's really good. You don't know who that is. <laughs> Baseball player. He does. <laughs> I don't know he doesn't that. know all the... Oh, he doesn't know the who's who's no, no, in the ones. No, no, no he doesn't. He, I, I was trying to... That's no, fine. Sandy Koufax. I'm trying to think... Because I feel like some of those sports ones, they're just all... Fl- it's just fluffy. It's just like, oh, you know, like here, and it's a money grab, and they don't yeah. really. I just, I just, it's tough to get me to read. Do you know who Trevor Trevor Noah is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've talked about Born that one. Born a crime. Didn't you? Born a crime, dude. But it may be. It yeah, has... You also have talked about uh, the boy who harnessed the wind, and I saw the movie the other day, yes. and dude, that that's a cool story. That's a great story. That's what I'm saying. So you don't have to go the athlete route yeah. or the musician, because I read one musician. I forget. Um, God, was it Guns at Slash? Axl made... Rose. Maybe Slash. Was it Slash? No, 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 no. Kurt Cobain. Tommy Lee. Tommy, oh, Tommy Lee. Lee. Drummer yeah. from Motley Crue. Dude, okay, let me tell you. We know All he talks about is getting f- his boobs. Up. Heroin. Yeah. Heroin, heroin. I mean, I went to a Motley Crue sh- cr- I don't. Crue I don't know show. how the dude's alive, first of all. Like, when they talk, I think it was his book that was all, let me make sure. All he does Probably is get the coach. video cam out. He plays drums, and he plays them very well. He's fun to watch. And then he gets the camera out when I saw him in concert. And then he goes around, 
And his his video camera. Brother, you're hooked. thinking of the other camera, brother. No, he, he, put gets in the those, bedroom. he gets those cameras in there. Yeah, called to the Tommy Land. Screen, and then he just all I can remember, he's going around and every girl that wants to show her boobs, he would video them and they would go up on the big screen. I'm the not, Dirt Confessions all, of the World's most, most Notorious Rock Band, Motley Crue. That one was a wild one. I'm not crazy about, re- about reading about someone wasting their life. Like, that's no, what I, that's that that's, that's what, it's, what okay. I mean. It, it, that's what I feel like. A lot of musician ones are that way because it's like they go down this dark path and. That's why I read just like random one, like the boy who harnessed the wind, some dude in Africa who the village is, you know, facing famine and he is trying to do something about it. And he gets kicked out of school because his parents can't afford it, but he keeps going to the library and the whole town makes fun of him and they think they're crazy and there's no water and like everybody is like they can't eat and they're surviving on one meal every two days and this dude has a dream, he has a vision, and he goes and he gets books from the library, and it's just like, it is so amazing yeah. what people it, well, can do. Well, it's crazy because it's not, it, it doesn't take place in a far, 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 far away time. Like, this is not too long ago, but in these villages, you don't realize that they don't have power. They don't have, they don't yes. have anything. They, they still have water coming out of a well, but sometimes the well doesn't even produce. Like That, that being said, though, they probably have things we don't have. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'll hit a commercial there. Because <laughs> hey, I'm trying to think about it. I'm like, what could they have that we don't? But, I'm just saying impossible is, impossible is an opinion, man. Take, no, 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 take I, your I situation it. and make well, the best. I know it's inspiring to me. I, I, that I, is I, inspiring. I'm just saying they the things that they do without might be some things that we might want to instill. I mean, we're in yeah, so there, all the, the In that book, though, there are heavy moments. Yeah. That, that's what, So when you say, I don't want anything heavy. No, I just meant this one was very heavy the entire way. Like, there's just a lot of, it's a lot of crime. There's a lot of stuff in there that, and it's not stuff that I can't deal with. It was just like, oh man, I felt very bad for people that were going through this, and like, and it is. It's something that I'm glad I, I I'm aware of it now. Like, because I never thought about that. I thought of I've thought about prisons, yes, and, yes. and life in prison, but not well, like this. B- but creating your environment based on your own actions and then just being exposed to maybe a, a less adequate environment just because of who you are and where you are and where you came from or two different things like prison and just being in a, in a third world country are two different things. 
Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? People, I, I have compassion for people who, who are without or who need help or stuff like that. People who put themselves in that situation. No, no, no. See, well, but, but you should read the book. You I mean, should read the book. Read the book. If you want to read something like that, I'm not talking I can give about you innocent mine. people. I'm talking about people who truly deserve to be there in, in prisons and crap like well, that. Well, there's di- there are different ways to look at it. There's different and that, ways and, to look at it. And that's what he so- did in the book where you're just like, hmm, didn't think about that. I'm not saying they're bad people. No. I'm just saying if you've done things that you belong in prison, I don't feel sorry for you for being in prison. Now, isn't it, to me, what the, the, one of the most amazing parts of the book is the very beginning, how he gets into it. Mm-hmm. Like how he gets into that line of work. He was going to law school, and he had no idea what he wanted to do with his life. Yeah. And so he takes an internship in the summer at the Georgia Innocence Project, and on his first day, they say, okay, you're going to go talk to this guy on death row. And he's like, excuse me? Yeah, you're going to go down and talk to him on death row and interview him and find out. And he's like, I'm just a yeah, he's like, law oh. school student. All right, don't kill the story for me, though. No, no, you no, won't. no, no, no. This, is, just, this is like the first chapter. This is very beginning of the book. And he says, so he goes down and he goes down to talk to this guy. He's like, I don't know what to do. He walks in. He's terrified, shaking. He sits down with the guy and ends up talking to him for over three hours. And he walked out of that prison that day and he said, I know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Woo! That's Dude, awesome. I'm telling you, it's a, the book is so fantastic. Awesome. Bub, you'll appreciate this one. When I read, Bob, I was reading Bob Dylan's biography. Yeah. And, and it's funny because he, he wrote his first biography and it was called Chronicles 3 because he knew that he was going to go back and write 1 and 2 and 4 and 5 or whatever. Interesting. He, he never went back and wrote 1 and 2. That's funny. But, but I was reading it and in that time I was working news and they asked me to go to Willie's Ranch to go interview Willie. And so I drive to Willie, and I'm in the middle of reading this book or whatever. And after Do you remember the, how to get home from Willie? After the interview, I didn't smoke. Oh. It's one of my biggest re- regrets in my life. Yeah, Willie asked him to. Hey, Willie gave me. He, he, passed me Willie. The, he passed me the joint. But he, he you st- ain't getting it back, Willie. So, so we're sitting there talking. After the interview, literally hung out with Willie for like an hour and a half afterwards. So cool. And I was Hanging like, out with your Willie? With, yeah. with, with, with Willie. Okay, sorry. Sorry. And I asked him, I was like, I was like Willie, I, I'm, I'm reading Bob Dylan's book. He's like, oh, he starts laughing. I was, like, what? I was like, why are you laughing? He's like, he's so full of shit. <laughs> and I was going to ask him, I was like, dude, he, he breaks down these music in this, and it's some kind of mathematical formula that Bob Dylan says this is the way music works. And most musicians will see it this way. And I started asking Willie about it. He's like, don't listen to that crap. He's full of shit. <laughs> and that's funny. See, like, I love it. Two okay. legends like it. this. Legends. Talking about it, talking smack about each other, you For know, sure. like. A couple funny ones. Probably a mutual respect, but of course, for sure. Of course. Tina Fey, Bossy Pants, and Amy Poehler, Yes Please. Those are both pretty good. They're funny. They're lighthearted. I don't think they're as, you know what I mean? Like if you if you find those oh, people you're back interesting. you talking books? I thought you met him. I, I, no, no I, I, he was talking books. So yeah, I, yeah, I was, but, I, he's telling a story. Why he's talking is about Bob Dylan. Yeah. I'm trying to think of biographies that I've read yeah. that might be interesting. But- what I also find interesting is that we are ready to crown the Chiefs. Like, Eddie, the other day, they win the the Super Bowl, and Eddie's like, they're going to win the next 10 in a row. Oh, I, I think we saw something special. The birth of I think a special just, team I that's going to last for a while. If you're looking for my opinion, I think you're just trying to be on the other side of it just for the heck of it. Because if you if you don't think they genuinely have an opportunity to create no, a no. legacy there, if they no, get they, money right, that's, that's what a, I'm saying. It's a pretty they special a, program. They, they, I don't they, think anybody's going to win 10 in I a row. I feel like I mean, the, chi- the Chiefs are a chance. I think the Chiefs can join the the Patriots and the Steelers of amongst that group of that can win multiple Super Bowls in this time. 
if no, they can get you know if they mean? can get the locker room right and if the brotherhood and what they talk about truly means as much to them as they say and not the money. We're going to wait and see because Patrick's going to get paid. Sammy's going to get paid. Tyreek's going to get well, paid. Well, Sammy I mean, is going to get released I because mean, he's a big cap hit next year. But what I'm saying is my I, I think the Chiefs have an opportunity, but we're ready, like Eddie was ready to crown them like the next day. Right. Yeah. I started thinking The day about after it. you crowned the 49ers for winning the Super Bowl on your tweet. Yeah, I, I thought happen. the 49ers right. were going to win. You okay. guys won by four points. Congratulations. Right. 11. Uh, that touchdown All really the, didn't matter. I think matter. it was 31 20, didn't matter. So it still counts. You yeah, can't say that doesn't. No, it, it does. That was the final no, score. No, no, but you guys. Look, does the their score, first field goal count? Did they want him to score? No, but he could have kneeled at the one and it would have been a four point. But, it, 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 but he didn't. He didn't. Though. Right. The score was 31-20. We won by 11. Stop it. The final no. score, you have to go with no, the, the official the, final score. So, no, no. The final score can be misleading when you look at a sporting event. Do you agree with that? Sure. No, you just said sure. it wasn't the final score. We won by no, 11. I didn't say that. I'm misleading saying, is. No, I'm saying it's a misleading final. They in, really would, won would by the 4. Would the 49ers, would they have wanted them to lose by 11? Would they have wanted to lose by 11? How was it misleading? Uh-huh. Would missed, the 49ers say it's, it's okay? It's like the only thing that, the only thing that was missed was a tackle on the left the, side, so Damian Williams but ran yes, 40 but he for a gone down to the, that's, okay. Would the 49ers be okay with losing by 11 or 4? You're Is up there a four difference? and you want no. him to you want him to, them, to you, you want him to run for 40 yards and kneel down at the one yard line yeah, of the people do it all the Super time. Bowl? Uh, the Super Bowl? People do it all the time. You don't think you don't think that can give up a four point lead? What happens if he downs it at the one and then Mahomes drops the snap? No, nothing. They just kneel it. Right. What happens if he drops a snap on a kneel? What, what if What if the lights go out? I My mean, point uh, is, absolutely cross the goal line, Damian no. Williams, if you're listening. Are do you, you kidding you me to that? go from a four-point no, lead you, do you, to you an 11? You see it all the time in the regular season oh, where people just kneel down. Yeah. Todd Gurley. Did you, say the, regular, regular did you say the regular season? season? It doesn't matter, though. Oh, it doesn't matter. That's right. Super, it doesn't. You've never Bowl. seen it in the Super Bowl. I've never seen him host a Lombardi after a regular season game. You know, Hell of a job, guys. You, Week seven. Put that Lombardi trophy no, in the I air. I did see the video of Kelsey, it's a Super Bowl. Of Kelsey doing off. a beer luge on the. Love that. That's pretty cool. That's gross to me. Why? It's a little gross. But All I mean, those it's still people ripping. that have touched no, that No, they've crap? cleaned it. No. Yes. I'm anyway, sure they hit it with a baby wipe. No. Anyway, what Blech. I'm saying is the Chiefs. <laughs> I think it was a beer he was drinking. We, we are ready to crown the Chiefs. Like Bud Light. But the Chiefs were down double digits in every playoff game they played. So it's not like they just wreck shop. Right, but did you see where the final score is the one that matters? Who, who wrecked shop all year long? The 49ers, I would say. They had a the, the the Chiefs were yeah, they lost two games. No, wrecked shop. How close were the games? Did they just blow out everyone? The yeah. Chiefs lost four games. Okay, I'm not talking about the Chiefs. The Ravens blew people out all year. Am I here to talk about how the Chiefs got lucky in the Super Bowl? No, I, you're, you're not The here. Ravens slaughtered all year long, what but I, where it counted, they oh lost. God. I am saying, no, brother, you're not listening Let's to Let's talk me. about Tom Brady. I am talking about how we are ready to crown them like they are the next. Who's but, we? Hold on, get to your point. What I'm saying is it wasn't as a dominating as we are trying to make it out. It, yes, they won. Yes, they won. Wasn't but, dominating. Hold on, brother. Please let him finish. What I am Jeez. saying is. Putting them like, oh my God, they're going to be the next dynasty. They're going to win ten in a row. We need to slow down a little bit. They were down by double digits okay. in every playoff okay, game. Why? And what does that matter, though? What is your point being? Yeah. Why, why, what's your point? Why? We are acting like they beat. They they won every. Like no team had a chance to beat them. We're acting like they're unbeatable. I all I'm saying is, won't you go watch Week Nine of Sports Center when they're touting the Patriots defense, brother? We, shut would you? It. Oh my God, this is what I'm saying. I'm going to turn his mic off. Thank you. I don't blame you. 
there there are there's a lot that there the gap between the Chiefs and everybody else is a lot closer than everybody is wanting to because they won the Super Bowl. We were acting like they were this invincible team. Like they were like, oh my God, head and shoulders above everybody. No, no one said that. No one said that. The media. No one said that. Eddie said that. I didn't say that. You said they were going to win the next 10 in a row. I know. 10? You did say that. I know it's. You're being. probably just having a little fun talking, but. What I'm saying I, all, is, all I said is we saw a special team. Why in can't the making. that just be a special team? Why does everything have to be negative? Or they're not as good no, as the Patriots? Or we they're are, not the I gap didn't say they're not. God damn it, guys! <laughs> it's a great. All team. I'm saying is we're already like afterwards. We're talking about dynasty and oh my god, they're just going to run over the NFL for the next few years. Man, I think there is a lot more competition for the Chiefs than we are than we're realizing. Like Baltimore is there. I think Pittsburgh is going to be because Pittsburgh they played with no quarterback this year. Who's going to be their quarterback? Big Ben. Oh, oh yeah, Big Ben. He'll be back. He's just got a, he's got another year older, but that's all right. But their their defense is really really good. I'm not trying to tout the Chiefs because I'm a Chiefs fan. It's just hard for me for you not to give credit where credit's due, and that's not taking any away from Big what, Ben's recovery what are or you talking the Texans about? or stuff like that. I do think the Chiefs are an absolutely dominating AFC force to mess with, Bub. Yes, I do think that. It's not I Chiefs think allegiance. Blind, I, don't, I, I think no, no. you're blind. Hold on, hold on, wait. Guys, that's a I damn, think you're damn, damn, damn good you're blind. You guys are not with a damn good Do you good think defense. I'm saying the Chiefs aren't good? Yes. Yes. I feel like no, every time we talk I said about the Chiefs, they are not as dominant as we're trying to we make them it. out to they be. They don't have Trubisky. We're doing the best <laughs> with what we have. All right. Oh my God. I do have to go. I love you, Lunch. I just I just feel like you don't give the Chiefs as much. No, I think I'm not Super trying to Bowl sell them champions. as my team. I, it's a great football oh team. Put a different logo on their helmet. That's still a damn good football team. Yes, You've got a team that held the San Francisco dumb, 49ers they are not, they are not to a the field best goal team on their first time, possession of the first half not, of the Super Bowl. They are a field not goal the, on the second possession of the first half of the, or the second half of the game. Those two big stops for a field goal. The defense was almost more dominating than the Chiefs' offense that's so potent. You Stop. cannot watch those four quarters Stop. of football brother, brother, and where say are you that going? the Chiefs didn't dominate that game. They didn't Even dominate that game. Even when they were down 10 points, they were dominating on the field. You their are players were dominating on the sidelines Eddie, by getting their other that players. Game. No, they didn't dominate They that were game. losing for three and a half quarters. They were getting dominated for three and a half You don't have to be a hand to dominate, bro. You saw the 49ers choke in the fourth half and, and in the second half and get away from their game plan. Every single but, person but, with no, the Chiefs no, but, logo but, on their chest or on their down, helmet was involved so, in making that a success. So when they, you, yes, they dominated. See you next Hey, brother, hold on. Where are you going? Hold on. Tim's yelling at me because i got to take him. So when you were down 20 to 10, you were dominating the game? Were we dominating the game? Yep, it was still going. You're an idiot. All right, let's move on. You're an idiot. What else are you talking about? No, I want want to ask you who is the threat to the Chiefs. That's what I'm talking about. Who is the competition for the Chiefs? In the AFC? Just in the... In the NFL? Yeah. The Ravens, the Raiders, possibly. Everybody you Um, mentioned. The Texans. But that's what I'm saying... There's lots of competition, but they're good. Just let them be good. I just said they're good, but I'm saying... Like we're saying, like a lot of the media wants to say that they're like unbeatable going forward. Like they're just going to wreck shop on the NFL. I know, but I and haven't what, said that. No, no, no. I've but never said this, this we thing. I guess no, I just you missed keep, that part. I just tried to bring I'm up proud our to team. Be a chief, and I think we have an opportunity to build something great there. I can <sighs> say good things about my Chiefs without without when I say good things about my team, it doesn't mean that I'm saying the other ones suck. But to but say that we're I'll, not a very, very strong I never said opponent that. and may be that way Who for a said few that? years is exciting. You keep saying this we, and all you want to say is how they're inferior to other teams and the gap is smaller and all this. What's that matter? Why can't you just let fans rejoice with their team? Brother, the Cowboys who's your, are going to Because I, I'm not, I'm brother, not who's your favorite football team? Huh? Who's your favorite football team? 
I mean, I'm a diehard Chief. Oh, okay. I, I, just, I was just wondering. I, I, I do think tell. they're a good team. Because and I'm, I'm I, not bring up this, I bring this up because our job is to talk about what's going to happen. Who can challenge the Chiefs? If we just sit here and talk for the next six months about how great the Chiefs are, that's not good talk. But I don't talk like that. I'm just celebrating in the here and now, bro. We're four days away from hoisting it in the air. I'm Hoist. a 42-year-old man and have never seen that. I'm excited. We do have a good football team. I do think we dominated on all sides of the ball. <laughs> oh my Maybe God. not in all four quarters. We finished with 11 more points than them. Every touchdown counted. The field goals instead of the touchdowns on their side of the offensive, you know, their their offensive ball, it's attributed to the Chiefs defense. I'm right. sorry I brought damn this good up. If I'm you're sorry I brought this hey, up. So do you all want to hear my son's predictions for next year? Yeah. I'm just glad you made it out of the lake. All the irony. I gotta go. Can I tell you my son's predictions for next year? I, I I was trying to have an intelligent conversation about, but it does it does seem like you slammed the Chiefs in front of him. I'm not slamming the Chiefs. You don't ever give him credit. I am saying who is going to challenge the Chiefs. We are ready to crown them year like. But you started that statement with the media likes to call the Chiefs. They want to crown the Chiefs already. That's already starting negative. You know that's going to piss them off. Like, like <laughs> that's why he reacted that way. Like Patrick Mahomes, we're acting like he's the second coming of Jesus. He didn't even have a very good game in the Super Bowl. No, no, no. Yeah, he didn't. But and he's that, going to get no, better. He's going to be. He's really good. But what I'm saying is, we we are acting like he played out of this world in the Super Bowl, and I didn't think he did. So who so who are your your competitors? I I think the Steelers are going to be so much better than we realize with Big Ben back because I thought they were good this year. Their defense was disgusting. Who are they throwing the ball to? Juju, Juju, um, James Washington. You got James Conner out of the backfield. I think they are really good. We'll see about that. The Ravens. The Ravens, of course. I, I that's that's what that's all I was trying to say is before we got to slow the like. Putting the Chiefs like just this huge favorite next year. They were down double digits in every playoff game. All right, Junior Junior. He's my six year old. He's six years old. He just turned six. All right. So he loves football. He watched all year long and now he's made his big six NFL predictions. For next season. The big six NFL predictions from Junior Junior. Hey, not he is six. Not five, but six. Because he is six. Are we starting with number one or number six? No, number six. Number six Num- of the big six. <laughs> number six, he says, there will be a new player on the Minnesota Vikings. I will have to agree with him on that. Bold prediction. I hey, you know what? <laughs> When you go bull, I think he's going to get that one right. <laughs> number five num- on the big six. Number five, the Cowboys will play the Titans in the Super Bowl, but the Titans will win. Wow, that is a very bold prediction I on think, the. That's absolutely inaccurate. I think he threw that last part and just pissed me off. Yeah. Oh, because he, he he thought he was being nice, just letting the Cowboys yeah, get like, in the that's Super Bowl. That's what I'm talking about, Junior, Junior. And then he's like, but the Titans will win. Number four on the big six. The Panthers. The Carolina Panthers will only win one game, he says. Wow. (laughs) I don't know what he has against the Panthers. I don't know what he has about the Panthers either, but... (laughs) Would, should we take the under on that one? Oh, I think we're going to take. I'm going to take the over. Oh, over over one, one game. Yeah, I think they're going to win over <laughs> one. I, I mean, listen, I like it because he's picking. No, a team. he's not saying the over under is going to be one. He's just saying they're going to win one. So whatever the over under is, 
We should take the under. Oh, yeah, because he's got one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Hey. All right. The uh, number three on the big six. Again, I don't know what he has against the Atlanta Falcons, but he says the Falcons will not be a good team next year. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what good is in his eyes. They could win 12 games. He could still call them not good. He didn't give us a win total. So, hey, that's it. You right. can't argue with his, uh, his, his assessment of the Falcons. Right. Number two on the big six. He kind of repeated this one again. So, number two, Titans will win the Super Bowl. We already knew that one. Okay. Well, that's a bold prediction. Predict it twice. Yeah. I've never seen a top six <laughs> with two of them being the exact same. I mean, he is six it, years old. Yeah. But. And the number one bold prediction on the top six of six-year-old junior juniors bold NFL predictions for 2020. Number one. The Jaguars will make the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not a bad. He, he likes the Jaguars. He likes the Jags. I had the Jaguars being better than they were this year. We had the we had the over on their win total, mm-hmm. and they sucked. And did you see they're going to play two home games in London this year? Oh, wow. Back to back. back so they're so going to stay in England? They're going to stay in London. Really? If I'm a Jaguars I'd fan. I'd be pissed. Oh, oh, not a fan. I just meant like a player. Well, a player, you could be, be pissed. Pissed, be in England for two weeks. I would be so mad if I'm a Jaguar fan that lives in Jacksonville. I would say, move to England then. No, I'd say, oh, f uh-oh, you. Uh-oh. I am. Here's my season tickets. You can have them back because you're. Paying oh, you got for, cheated at one. One at least. Two. Well, one. Oh, because they're two home games. Two home games. So now they're Coach, down to six games in out. Jacksonville. Hear me out. Maybe that's why they did it. Because they don't have enough season ticket mm-hmm. holders. They do say that they, they make more money when they go to England because exactly. it's a bigger stadium. Exactly. They get more money. I don't know all the ins uh, and outs. Spoiler alert, but businesses care more about money than they do about their, their fans. customers. Is that, what, is that what it is? Yeah. It's all about the bottom dollar, Come bottom on. line? Let's be real. I just I, – I think it's going to be a huge advantage for the Jaguars that second week in London. Yeah, because whoever, whoever has to travel over that there. That jet lag will be over. Or the yes, Jags will be over that. They'll, they'll be over there and they'll be used to it. Yep. But it'll be exhausting being in London. It'll be annoying being away from your family. Yep. And it's a big – But if you're in the NFL, you're rich enough – most of them are rich enough to fly the families over. Yes, but – also, the family—I mean, the families may have school. Oh, and the kids have school. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it makes it harder. The wife may have a job. Yeah, uh, probably not. <laughs> Let's be real, probably not. <laughs> probably not. I just, I think it's a big f you to the fans. Yeah, it's re- it's really bad. Interesting. Yeah. That, 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 Were you going to talk at all about that baseball trade? Oh a couple days ago? yeah, that was my next thing. Is I was that a big deal? Oh, it, oh, whoa, don't look at me like that. Is it a big deal? Is it? Mookie Betts, yeah. the 2018 NL or AL MVP? You're telling me Betts is going to LA? Yeah, he's going to pocket. Chavez Ravine, he pocket. Ain't po- he ain't pocketing that Fenway. Nah, his, his pocket spot gone at Fenway. That's right. No need to pocket here. We out of here. Damn. Yeah. And David Price. Yes. And people are all over the Red Sox like, how can you do that? The Red Sox offered Mookie Betts 10 years $300 million. Mookie Betts said, no thanks. So the Red Sox could not take the chance of after this season, him walking away because he wants to test free agency. So they said, we offered him what we thought was a fair offer, 10 years, $300 million. He didn't want that, and they didn't want to go over that. And when was his contract over? It'll be over after this year. Okay, so he had one more year on it. And so they said, we got to get something for him and let the other people bid because we're not going to pay that much for him. So Red Sox winning this one. Not, not that they win, 
Well, they're better than just him leaving. Walking, yes. It would be nice to have him on your team for another year because he's really good. But at the same yeah, time, but you know what baseball players, it takes more than one really good player to win. It does take more than one. And you are being smart about it because you get a stud outfielder from the Dodgers in return. You get a young who, pitcher. Who are they getting? I can't tell you his name off the right. top of my head. And they got a young pitcher from the Twins also in the deal. And they shed a lot of salary cap because they get under the luxury, yeah, the yeah. Threshold, tax threshold, blah, 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 that they charge you in baseball that no one really cares about. All the fancy is, oh, they think they're giving up because they gave up on Mookie Betts. They tried to sign Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts wanted to test free agency, and the Red Sox were not comfortable with that. Now you go to the Dodgers. L.A. They are set up. They 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 were so good without Mookie Betts and David Price. They were really good. Really good. They should be so freaking good. They should be, but... The pressure is on Mookie Betts now because you have a new fan base that is expecting big things from you. You come in there, maybe you slump a little bit, then the pressure. Then you have the pressure of, I'm in a new city, I want to impress these fans, my teammates. Oh, I've got to get the Dodgers a World Series because that's what they're expecting. I'm in a, I'm walking into free agency after this year. i got to pick up, put up big numbers so I get a big contract. A lot more pressure on you instead yeah, of being That's in- probably the biggest pressure right there. Yes. I don't think the city and the fans' expectations, I don't know if that really gets to him as much. Because it's not like he's a young player. He's been in the league for a while right. now. Right. He's he probably good. knows how to play amongst fans and be True. hated and deal and with the loved. media. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if he knows how to be hated because he was beloved in Boston. Because he was... You know, mm-hmm. grown there. He was a rookie. He comes up through their minor league system, and he comes becomes He's a, a Tennessee star. boy, right? Yeah, right down the road, about twenty minutes. Um, so you go to Dod- the Dodgers, and you start struggling. You're sucking. Boo! You're not getting booed in Boston. You're all of a sudden getting booed. It's they like boo in Boston. Not Mookie Betts though. Yeah, because he's good. It's an interesting, but it's a good move for the Dodgers. The Dodgers want a World Series and so that, bad. And the pitching staff, man. I mean, David Price. What it was? He was kind of a. He was okay in Boston, kind of a bust. But you get Mookie Betts, you get David Price. The Dodgers are loaded. Yeah, loaded. But I still don't. I don't know if they're going to win the World Series. I mean, I have no idea. But at one week before spring training, and they make a huge blockbuster. Pretty cool. This is what pisses me off. Yeah, go ahead. Just got a text. Uh-oh. How much did I win on my Super Bowl square? 200. And how are you going to give that to me? Uh, I was going to Venmo it. Right. And now my wife just texted me that there's a cleaning service that she's hired to clean the house for the next month. She's like, can you pay them $160? There goes my winnings. This is what pisses me off. Well, they're going to clean the house for the next month? Well, I think it's like a couple of sessions that she's she's okay. hired them for. I was like, dang, they're going to come every day for a month? No, That's awesome. No, it's maybe once a week or something. I don't know. $160. All my gam... I stress the entire game for my $5 square to hit. It Coach, the excitement when Williams scored because I needed that score to hit my square. Yeah. The excitement of when he scored. The stress of waiting for that extra point to hit. Oh, my gosh. If it would have been 0-0 again, that would have been three times it was 0-0. Yes. Coach, I'm waiting for that extra point to go through the uprights, and it goes through. I'm like, yeah! I freaking won $200! And now I have to pay a cleaning lady $160 of that earnings. 
Wow. I'm sorry. It pisses me off, man. You know what pisses me off? What? It is now Thursday. I still have not heard from Batter's Box. I still can't get a hold of him after the but, Super Bowl. But loss. Are you serious? Like you've been trying to call him and I've been nothing? trying to call him. He doesn't call back. I text him, kid, you okay? Silent. Well, don't be an ass about it. Do you normally call him kid? No, it's when sad things happen. Yeah, right, you're being a dick. Like when when your heart's broken, you're you te- be- your coach, you're being a dick. You, you text him, kid. <laughs> you're being a dick about it. If you were being like that to me after my team lost, I wouldn't respond to you. Dude, you want to know what's funny? And I and I do know, I talked to my dad. He was there at my, at my brother's house. He said there were tears shed. There was some there was a lot of there was a Clemson um <laughs> LSU situation. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Where People were cheering for the Chiefs just to get under the skin of the 49er faithful. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. And you laughed at my situation. It was happening at your brother's house. Was it your brother's house? Yep. <laughs> who was who was messing with him? Uh, some of your friends? No, my my brother invited <laughs> some neighbors. No. Who invited their – the neighbor invited his brother and his family and – I mean, Keith did kind of touch on that. He said, "Kid, there were people there rooting for the And they started. The they, they they were more Cowboys fans, so they just started cheering for the Chiefs. Oh yeah, yeah, because they didn't. They had no stake in the game. Yeah, oh, and, they were just being ass. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, being jerks. That's what Cowboys fans are. No. Um. So no. my dad did say that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he said that it was. But yeah, I haven't talked about. Be a good brother. Be sensitive to the I, situation. I'm, I'm going to text him today and say, "Hey, do you want to come on the pod tomorrow? Maybe yeah. you can, you know, let yeah, your yeah, feelings yeah. out, yeah. let your emotions out." Coach, I talked to Ray about something yesterday. Uh oh. <laughs> I found out why he doesn't talk to South Beach. Why? And I'm not going to spill his 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 business on the podcast, but. Turn down the mics. Turn down the mics, Coach. Turn down the mics. It's it's so ridiculous. Turn down the mics. It's so Just ridiculous. Just turn down the mics. On here before he said that oh but that's the only reason that's it that's the only reason and the fourth time he asked for it he just blocked his number he's come on here and said that me and south beach had had a falling out and that, that is the only and reason that though. is the only reason and, and 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 ray blocked him do you know how many people I would have had a block? Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to communicate. You can't just say, all right, you annoyed me. You're out of my life. <laughs> I think we need to sit Ray down. I think we need to talk to him and be like, Ray, like, that's not a reason that's to block That's not a reason someone. to block a friend that he's known for so many years. That's crazy. Nuts, right? That is so crazy. We'll, we'll ask him see if he wants to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow because I, I think that's a little overreaction. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, man. Look. Book talk. Book talk. All, near into, near death experiences. Into me just trying to. Piss in pits no, off. No, I was. Do you understand? I was not trying to piss pits off. You know that you're going to piss no, pits off. No. Coach, every day when we get to work. Listen. Every day when we get to work early in the morning, you go into Pitt's little studio. It doesn't matter what you guys talk about. You piss them off. No, no, no. I don't. I, that was on the agenda. I didn't know Ray wasn't going to be able to be here today. I didn't know we were going to pull pits in. I just wanted to talk about who you think can challenge the Chiefs. And he took it as an attack on the Chiefs, saying the Chiefs aren't good. That's not what I was saying at all. You could have easily diffused the situation by saying, 
Brother, look, let's rephrase this. Who's going to give the Chiefs a run for their money next year? That's it. All I was trying to explain is... Assuming that all these uh, uh, all these articles are right and, and brother and all this stuff, all these people are right that the Chiefs are the next dynasty, right? Assuming who's the next team that's going to give them a run for their money. Then you wouldn't piss them off. But instead, you're like, they're ready to crown their ass, bunch of losers. I didn't say that. I know, but all it sounded like that. All I said was... Everybody is ready to act like they are just going to be unstoppable the next five to ten years. <laughs> and they I was just saying, they were down double digits in every game in the playoffs. So, I that's all I was saying. I wasn't making a dig at them. Right. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. I thought it was a good podcast. I did too. Hey, really, America, start reading more. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And buy more shirts. Shopsorelosers.com. Are people not buying shirts anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Do nope. you check the sales no of that stuff? Us. I was supposed to I get don't a, check the sales. I was supposed to get sales updates, but I never have. I don't I don't care about that. I do love when people tweet pictures of their shirts. I do. I do too. That's and badass to I me. do like I, I love checking our Gmail account. We are the sore losers at gmail.com because I really do enjoy like when people email in. I what don't do know, they say? They just I, I, comment, never, I never checked it. They just comment on the show and give us ideas and would you rather's and you know what I saw. One guy one guy has come up with games and I feel I, I keep forgetting to get to those games. He's We'll put in a lot of we'll work do it tomorrow and i'm like all right i'll go I'll, I'll do the games and then i watch something and i'm like oh i want to talk about that and then i forget about the games and like i want to talk about how they're going to ruin the three-point contest in the nba uh, oh, all-star oh yeah, yeah yeah i saw that did you see that i saw that they were going to change something about it so stupid the 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 nba three-point contest to me is the most beautiful competition <laughs> the nba has it is just pure shooters uh-huh. just taking the ball off the rack putting in the hoop and then you got the money ball that's worth two points. Now they're going to add one that's farther out that you get four point, two points or four points. That's whatever. like my kids playing in the I'm front like, yard. I'm like, we don't want to go watch the – it's not the Harlem damn Globetrotters. That's like my kids. We play basketball in the front yard, and they go to the street, and they shoot it from the street and go, five-pointer. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Just keep it the three-point shootout. That's all I want to see. I don't want to see them going to the circus shot from farther back. I understand they have uh, range. The Harlem Globetrotters? Yeah, because the, the, they have the four-point shot. Right. What and is this crap? I, I just don't want that in the three-point contest. I love the three-point contest. Just the three. I understand they're better shooters now, so it's but it's it's still fine. I don't need to see them shoot from half court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't. If you want to do a trick shot competition, like where you play horse, well, how do you tr- <laughs> they play that, horse? Can you fine. imagine? But the three-point contest needs to be the three-point line. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's called a three-point contest. Not come out here and do one from the four-point spot. Hey, you know what I saw that was kind of cool? I didn't realize people do. Um, on our Instagram, Sore Losers Podcast. Yeah. Sore Losers Podcast on Instagram. Uh, I just got our password because I forgot what our password was. I logged in to post some stuff. People really, they, they send us a bunch of cool DMs and comment on a, bu- on a bunch of stuff. Like, even recently. We need to get that account going. We really do, and I, I and I, I'm excited that like our our Twitter. I mean, this is so dumb, but we're almost to ten thousand people. That's awesome. I, I wish ten thousand people listen to the show. Do they not? No. How many people listen? We are up to five thousand four eighty four. Five thousand a day. Yeah. Five thousand people listen to this a day. Well, I don't know if it's a day or if that's over. Or are they just subscribers? Right. I I don't know how you. I don't know how to tell, but I. 
we started the year with like 8,000 Twitter followers. And I'm like, man, if we could get up to 16,000 by the end of the year. I, I know it's weird. It. That's that I, I, I look at the numbers like that. And I just... I'm like, dang, we've built it to 9,000 followers. How do we have 9,000 followers is what I was thinking and only 5,000 that listen? Like, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, but but I think your tweets do get viewed. The tweets do get viewed by random people. That's true. You know, like uh, sometimes our, our listeners retweet it and then ends up being retweeted somewhere else. That And that's why I try to, like, people are like, why do you tag people on Instagram or on Twitter? That's I try why. to tag the, the, the what's trending or whatever so random people will see it yeah. and click on it. Yeah. That's it. Just trying to get it out there. Yeah. So. I like I like the tweets. I like the tweets. I like um, uh, all of our friends that have created their their Sore Losers accounts. Yeah. Uh, sore Losers Would You Rather, Sore Losers Locks, Sore Losers- um, Mo. What, what did Mo do? Oh, Sore Losers Mo. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool to see the logo out there and to see different people doing their different accounts on stuff. That's cool. Also, shout out to Locks, Dial. I don't know who else was involved. I know Sizen Raimundo, uh, Packer Girl, yeah. who's a huge tweeter of the show. She had someone, I don't know, I think pass away, and they all got together and sent flowers. Really? Yeah. Like the sore losers Why family. Why did they include us in that? It's not. That's not what it's about. I no, would have I, loved to do. I that. I understand, but that's not what it's about. Ray got in on it, and that's all that matters. I was just saying it was a really cool thing that they did because you see them all tweet each other, and you see all the tweets going back and forth. Hey, what's up? And that they actually did that. I thought that was pretty cool, and pretty neat for as a sore losers group. That's that they really did that. cool. Yeah. That's why I like the Sore Losers listeners. I mean, they're the best. Of course. Yeah. Some of them. No, all of them. I don't know. Although Ashley, Carmen- White, Ashley White did say that you and Ray were her favorites, and she just purposely left me out. Well, Karmic Brown, he gets on my nerves. He doesn't like me very much. <laughs> it's Carrick. No, Keurig. <laughs> you don't Keurig? like when I say that. No, I, don't, I have oh. no idea. All right, we done? But you know who I do like? Alonzo Aaron- Gomez. No, Aaron Mer- Mer- Merrick. 2010, Aaron Merrick, 2010. I like him. Yeah. Because he's a huge Rockets fan. He gets mad at me when I say anything negative about Houston or whatever. But he 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 he, he fires back. I like him a lot. Nice. Yeah. Hey, you know somebody did. Uh, Ron Apple. Somebody tweeted me last last uh, right before the Super Bowl and said, Eddie, hey, I want to give you a bonus referral. What's your Bovada account? And I tweeted it to him and he used it. I got money. Really? Yeah. How about Andrew Mullen? I don't know Andrew. Oh. Tyler, that means tread OKC. Okay, coach. We're going to get out of here. All right, let's get out of here. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.